0: Welcome back into another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 34. I am your host, Carter E. Got uh, a few things to talk about. Probably won't be the longest episode of the year to date, but got, uh, you know, obviously the American Century Championships to talk about. I know we got a Little League update for you as a couple of teams are headed out to the state tournament there and uh, just touch on a few other things happening around the region there. But before we go any further, I would like to thank, thank oh, my goodness, today's title sponsor. That is www.doublejautonv.com. That is Double J Auto in Gardnerville. Jeff, I'm a little tongue-tied this morning. Let's see if I can get that out of the way too much golf yeah too much golf too much sun i am exhausted it is a lot of walking which is a good thing it was beautiful up there it was like 78 all three days at uh, edgewood in tahoe and south lake to be more specific tony romo takes home the american century championship uh with a 25 in the third round which is uh the, which was the second best score of the day to that point. Joe Pavelski, who also played in the playoff, shot a 27. Uh, that is a stable third format, so more points is good. Uh, usually golf, you want to be lower scoring. In this particular format, you want to be the highest scoring. Um, so 62 was your was your winning score. Uh, I went to a playoff, too. A second hole, yes, two-hole two playoff. Mark Mulder, who was leading going into the final day on the second hole, went to the left of the pond on 18 and then flopped one right in to the water. Cause I mean, it's in the thick stuff. So it's hard to get hard to get a ball out of the thick stuff. And, uh, Tony gave himself the best opportunity on the second hole and buried it. And, uh, that was all she wrote. Joe Pavelski had a chance to win it after her, the first time through, but you know, sometimes that's just that's just how it goes. And uh cool event as I talked about last week, all around. Um tons to do, tons to see. never know what you might good good quotes to get. Yeah, you might, you know, be walking past Travis Kelsey as he heckles a writer. Or he was getting heckled and then he just retaliated with that response. I'm sure you guys have seen it if you follow me on Twitter. Um, that's still blown up my phone. I should mute that tweet. It is I think it had like 6500 likes when I checked this morning. So two for two on having uh, tweets blow up at the uh, it is the celebrity golf event. so if there was ever a time for a tweet to blow up it would be tweeting about celebrities. Pretty exciting finish, though, for those of you who didn't get a chance to check it out. I'm sure you can still find it online. Some pretty good shots from guys who you just wouldn't. I mean, to have pro athletes also be pretty incredible at this other sport that is not easy to just pick up and play, right? It's not it's not basketball. You can't just put the ball in the hoop if you're, you know, already six feet tall. You only have an extra four feet to go. It's a little different, uh, a little bit more skill technique involved but yet yeah, there's some really really good golfers out there a lot of a lot of fun to be had overall as i mentioned last week but jeff before we go any further i guess you've got a little uh update for us on i say, I say little update but little league update yeah it's for actually, us. actually
1: quite exciting for the carson carson valley area more so for carson valley because they are sending two teams to state this year uh, the juniors team won last week. Uh, their tournament was here, finished up in in at Carson at Governors, and then the twelve year olds. So they are eligible if they win state, and they would move on to regionals and potentially uh, Little League World Series in Williamsport. So uh, that's big news. Um, I don't like one zero baseball games, but it was it was a good game. I mean, there was the they were still hitting the ball, they were getting kids on both teams are getting kids on. So the, the excitement and the tension and, you know, can we get this one more out and one zero
0: home run. I'm impressed to see that 12 year olds can play a one zero baseball game. Just, you'd think that with the, just pitching, not being, you know, it's, it's hard for professionals to pitch strikes all the time, let alone kids who are, you know, figuring out, you know, pitching on their own. Uh, for the first first couple of years,
1: yeah, and ve- very different approaches. Um, it was interesting. I was talking with one of the district folks. All three teams that won yesterday were winners' brackets, the the winners' bracket teams. And I had been talking the day before to my daughter about it, saying, you know, what which which is going to be the the victor in all of this because they had a couple days off, which is good for rest because you have to rest your pitchers mm-hmm. and, and everybody's fresh, so you have your you know your top guys. But you're not playing every day, and is that you know your defense is in tune and all of that stuff. So it was it was a very interesting, and it came down yesterday to you know one pitch, one ball over the fence, and that was it. And it was locked out, locked down tight. And like I said, they were getting kids on base, and the tension was there. But every inning just kept zero and zero. And you
0: mentioned it last week when we were talking yeah. about the brackets that. The losers bracket is is a tough route to take if you fall into whether it's a high school whether it's little league that losers bracket route is not a not an easy task if you fall fall yeah. to the well, consolation and, rounds.
1: And I will say that I I think around here the bigger leagues, you know, Washo ended up in the the 12th championship against Carson Valley. Those leagues have a lot of kids. And so they've got some depth at pitching. So sometimes they can survive those better than the smaller leagues. This was an interesting format this year because they had the initial pool play, and you had to qualify to get into the double elimination tournament. So um, the the teams that were in there already, you know, they they played. I believe they played four days uh, in pool play, and then it was the top teams that went. So that fourth day, you could be out of pitchers, um, and you lose and. You know, I go into the to the onto the the championship tournament. So it's an inter- interesting format. I unfortunately could only go to two days, uh, so the losers bracket semifinal, and
0: then the championships yesterday. So congrats to the Carson Valley Little League, though. That's yeah impressive nonetheless. And yeah, closer to the Little League World Series than than a lot of teams get. So that's that's yeah. definitely not something to be taken lightly as well. Um, before we move on to some other things here, I forgot to mention up at the ACC that Charles Barkley did not break the top seventy. That is always his his bet if he's going to break the top seventy, and uh, he had to donate quite a bit of money to charities for it's called Karma not breaking the top seventy. However, swing swing definitely improved from the it could not have been worse the hitch and giddy up that was uh, previously. <laughs> He <laughs> needs to do is a happy, happy Gilmore
1: Is that the golf movie where yeah. he does that mm-hmm. run up and yeah. it, Adam needs to try that See one.
0: Adam Sandler's mastered that. I don't I don't know if Chuck <laughs> would have the, the hand eye coordination to do well he's probably got the hand eye coordination, but to put it all together with the feet Yeah, that's uh that's not an easy one to to pull off uh, somebody who's tried it as well, just messing around on a golf course, but uh at least chuck swing doesn't stop back here and wobble like there's an earthquake and then and then follow through that that doesn't doesn't work so well and i'm sitting here imitating it on uh, an audio medium so it looks uh, good for, for all you guys yeah at home who can't see i'm sitting here about to fall out of my chair as i wobble with uh, chuck's backswing but yeah, anyways, I'll move on from the ACC there. Uh, for those of you who are baseball fans, since we were talking about Little League, might be time to go check out the the Reno Aces if you haven't yet this year. The Diamondbacks have moved up the number three prospect in baseball. He's now playing at Reno. Yesterday was his first game, I believe, Sunday. Sunday being yesterday, since we are taping this Monday morning. Corbin Carroll, uh, baseball's number three prospect, had a home run, and the Aces won with a walk-off win in 11 innings. He also had a, I guess, outfield assist to send the game to extras. Um, it was a, a nice play on a, a ball, hit kind of a shallow center, and the Tacoma Rainiers decided to test his arm and wasn't close. Uh, Carroll gunned him out by by quite a ways. He is quite the the hot prospect as far as that goes if you are into that kind of thing but you saw the play right the throw yeah mm-hmm. yeah would
1: you would, would you try to run no, on that kid not from there
0: not from there the and catcher
1: was standing waiting for him
0: yeah you would you would think that they'd have a little idea that you know he's uh it's prospect ranking wise i'm trying to think of the best way to say this his arm is one of the biggest the biggest reasons why he's he's as good of a prospect as he is. Uh, you'd think they would know that. And I, I would but, hope so, especially because they just and to yeah try to, try to try to send him on a on a play to shallow center. If it was deeper, I I get it. But yeah, he was out by five six steps yeah, at the, the play. catcher was just waiting for him yeah. to come, and uh, then he yeah hit a four hundred and forty. 41 foot two run homer in the third inning as well so quite an impressive triple a debut for corbin carroll some other fun things to do up there honestly if you're looking for just a a night to get away i know me telling local people about the reno aces is is pretty ironic but uh (laughs) it's definitely definitely a name worth worth seeking out if you are looking for anybody in particular to follow especially a guy who undoubtedly will be at the major league level here by at some point I you know can't make any promises I'm not a not a major league baseball GM but you don't become the number 3 prospect in baseball without teams kind of drooling over themselves going okay when can we get this guy up to the big leagues and see what he's he's truly about so yeah Corbin Carroll for anybody interested in checking out the Reno Aces at Greater Nevada Field is definitely worth a look there
1: one little one more tidbit i just got um the dates for little league uh, they're playing july 21st through 24th so they'll go down uh, double elimination i believe so they'll play who knows how they're going to depict the team sometimes it's they just list them one two three four and you get to play two and two and four are vegas and three is they call them the cow counties which we can say that here because no one else is listening outside of the, outside of our area so um we're district one so two i believe is vegas four i think i might have that backwards four is henderson what's that thursday through sunday hot 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 so they yeah. play at night uh, start the games at 7 30 or so at night and it'll um, still be 98 degrees yeah that's what we were talking about that yesterday they were the, the district folks were Trying to figure out how much it would cost to put a dome in in Reno. Like, oh, you play baseball in the middle of the winter if you did that.
0: Uh, I mean, I get it, but turf baseball is just not. I'm not a fan of turf. Not 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 baseball, in my opinion. At least if you have a turf outfield, I get it. Um, I mean, I get it around here because of watering costs and drought and heat, like you said. But uh, yeah, turf infields are I. You know, can't complain at the high school level just doesn't quite have the same feel look it just the ball doesn't stop Uh, you think you need something to slow it down a little bit but that is that is a discussion for another time I know we've kind of bounced all over the place here on episode 34 as we quickly I'll just touch on Major League Baseball because I can and I've been a sad Giants fan uh, recently. They've won two in a row, Jeff. It's a whole <laughs> new day. Uh, not really. There are two games above 500 now. 12 and a half behind, 12 and a half games behind the Dodgers. I will say that, though I did not watch a second of it because I was up at Lake Tahoe, yesterday's 12-0 win, the main tweet, I guess, that came out of it, or the main photo came out of it is uh, Giants manager kind of sitting uh, relaxing i guess after uh having having a tough stretch so to have a easy convincing win wrapped up early he's kind of looked like he was taking the last last couple innings to really just soak it in and uh yeah remember when i said their defense was bad it might potentially be one of the top 10 worst defenses in baseball history <laughs> uh at least that was the case a couple days ago um i'm saying that through like a sheepish grin uh, on this end of the mic so anyways Giants fans is that worse than the A's is it, with the record's not but yes defensively they are Ooh. worse they're the worst in the bigs at this particular moment really the question now is can they get it together here coming into the trade deadline to buy right to be to be in a position to add more substance to the team where you can make a I guess a better playoff push, especially now that the playoffs are expanded in baseball. I don't think they're going to tear it down necessarily. If, you know, people talk about if they continue to slide, will they sell? I don't think they're going to sell. Um, they could though, but I think it'll be much more of how much do they trade for at the nearing the trade deadline in order to make a competitive push for the playoffs. And, uh, if you've paid attention to this Giants front office, the I guess it's a, not really a fair knock because they traded for Chris Bryant last year, which was a bigger move than I would have expected, but they're probably not going to do much this year, so don't get your hopes up. 43-41, um, and 41, though, for the Giants, whereas the A's sit at 29-58. and 58. They are still the worst team in the bigs based off winning percentage. With it's kind of,
1: kind of a little bit ironic, and it, this pains me to even say it, though, but but the Earthquakes, who are also owned by the same person that owns the A's, are also in the cellar of the MLS. <laughs> the Earthquakes used to be so good when I was a kid. Earthquakes have won two championships when you were a kid. Chris
0: Wondolowski. Yep. Retired okay, so last year. I was He's about to say this he year. was there forever. Yeah. Forever. Retired last year.
1: Goal scoring king of the MLS,
0: yeah, yeah, fun to watch. Growing up, um, speaking of teams, Chico, that, huh? I did Chico. not that I did Chico not know. State kid, I uh, never watched them, but grew up hearing about their success all the time. Of the uh, San Jose SaberCats, indoor football. Yep, they were always really good, and they always sent like a coach and a player to elementary my elementary school to like have them sign water bottles and stuff. Um, That league was crazy.
1: We always got that playing at San Jose State. Everybody that came to play us when we still played in Spartan Stadium, the team doesn't play in the stadium anymore because of the turf. But everybody was always worried about the wall, and we never even thought about the wall. And they were like, oh, well, what if someone chucks us into the wall? And then you go watch arena football, and those nutters, they're hitting you right up to the wall, and you're flat flipping over the wall. into the- It's like, Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: That that's is- going to hurt. Yeah, not my thing. I mean, I didn't even play high school football, so. I you just couldn't. watched the Sabre Kittens, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> in third grade, it was a big, big fan of the, the cheerleading section. I don't think I ever actually attended a game in person. Um, I think I went to one. But I have been to the, oh, gosh. The Iowa Barnstormers won a indoor football championship in 2019. I was there with my dad. It's still fairly um, big back there, right? Eh, they don't, there's only like six teams in the league. They, the team they beat in the championship, they'd beaten like four times already uh-huh. this season, which is, which is why these, you, you know, it's funny. Like, how could these, you know, small level guys like be so mad at each other? Well, because they play all the time yeah. and they're hitting each other all the time. It's the same thing with some of these like small scale minor league hockey games where it's like. Are they fighting for fun no honestly they might just be pissed because they've seen this team six times in the last two weeks and uh things get chippy when you when you're trying to uh to play at that level but i think i've rambled on enough for one episode this has been definitely the uh least coordinated (laughs) uh at least from my end i'm not gonna put any blame on my producer jeff there but i guess that is the early to middle of July here in the Northern Nevada sports scene. But for those of you who made it this far, we greatly appreciate you for listening. And I know we hear feedback pretty frequently around the area. So I appreciate that. Thanks again to today's title sponsor, double J auto in Gardnerville. You can check them out online at www. J auto in you can find me on Twitter. If you like that is at Carter Eckle E C K L. Travis Kelsey, I'm looking at you. Thank you to <laughs> my producer, Jeff Mulvahill. You can check his workout online at www.instanimage.com. That's going to do it for episode 34, and we will catch you guys next week. Take it easy.